Hey guys, it's Misty with the Free Your Mind podcast. How have you guys been? I know it's been a minute. Um, kind of had a little hiatus again. I apologize. Life just happens. It's what happens. But um, I'm back. I want to create some more content and really hope that you guys are enjoying the podcast and my Paranormal Life series. So far, I have... Um, really enjoyed doing this and it's kind of gearing me towards like permanently making my podcast that way but I really want to um you know you know me if you've been listening I do all different aspects so but I really have enjoyed doing this series it's it is my passion it is what I enjoy doing in my spare time when I am capable and able (laughs) um to do so financially and physically so um you know, I've been was down and out for quite some time, not really being able to do much. But that kind of got me thinking about where I wanted to go here uh, this year in 2023. So, so excited. I have a place that I have that's on my bucket list that I'm going to be going to. All three of these places this year actually is on my bucket list. So um, that's end of the month. So I'm going to be super, super stoked to tell you guys about that. I know I said I was going to be doing this series in like chronological order, but I'm really honestly throwing that out the window there, guys, because um, I'm going to, as soon as I come back from this place, I'm going to want to talk about it. So unfortunately, that's just the way it's going to be. But I'm going to tell you about all the places I've been, all the experiences I've had, all the evidence I've captured. Um, but this one, guys, um, we're going to talk about the infamous Bobby Mackey's in Wilder, Kentucky. Yes, your girl has been there. I have been to what they claim to be the portal to hell that is Bobby Mackey's. Um, what can I say about my trip to Bobby Mackey's? I went with a group. Um, it is a paranormal group that we go to different. Um, she actually is a... <sighs> how would I describe Jaffa? She, she does a lot of like traveling work. So a lot of paranormal investigations, but she also is a numerologist herself and she does um, different classes via online zoom or, you know, in person, just in all metaphysical things, um, spirituality and um, really, really, really adore her. It's crazy how God places people in your path because I told her I really do feel like she she was placed in my path to kind of help me along this journey, whether she realizes it or not. But um, yeah, Spirited Events by Jaffa is actually who um, I do utilize to do some of my investigating. Um, she eventually I would love to run a business like she does, but just focus solely on my capabilities, kind of like she did. But um, as she's been learning more about her, you know, her gifts that, you know, she's been working on helping people. um, She still does a lot of the paranormal, but I would love to like all the time, like once a month, let's do go this, do that. And yeah, that would just, that would be amazing if I could achieve that one day. But um, anywho, that's who we used. So you'd have to go check her out. If you look her up on, um, online on Google, you can just type in spirited events by Jaffa and you will, she'll pop up. I promise. Um, she, it does say that her page that she's originally from Hanover, but she is now, I believe based in Tennessee as well, but she hops back and forth. So she does places here. If you're in the Pennsylvania area, she does do places a good bit locally, but she does, she has found a lot of really awesome places down in Tennessee as well and made a lot of great connections 
since she's been down there. So um, one of them I'm hoping to get to, we've talked about is the old Harriman hospital. Um, never done a hospital before that actually, other than, you know, the, the asylums, cause they all have hospitals and infirmaries attached to them, but not an actual like hospital hospital, like old Harriman is. So I think that would be really, really cool to, uh, to do. Anywho. So went with the group. There was probably, um, I'd say maybe 10 of us. She keeps her groups very small that way. And she, the way she conducts them is amazing because we're always in different areas. So there's no, you know, contamination of evidence. So we're all accounted for. So if we have an experience, we, you know, and we all had radios so we could be like, Oh, are you, you know, I'm here. Are you in this location? This is what just happened. So anywho, uh, we, this was a, a, a twofer for me. Okay. Whenever I went to Bobby Mackey's Bobby Mackey's was actually the first night investigation. We were there from, I believe we arrived at like seven, something like that. And then they gave us like a little walking tour. And then we had the place from, I believe like eight to three AM. Maybe, maybe a little after 3 a.m. I'm not 100% sure, but we were there for a hot minute. Um, we had a, a good full night's worth of investigating. And anyone who's ever been to Bobby Mackey's knows that you really only have to be there one night. I mean, I'm sure the multiple, more multiple nights that you're there, the more you're going to experience. The spirits will probably get a little bit more comfortable with you. But um, they're not shy by any means. I can tell you that as well. Um, it's a very small bar. It is a honky tonk bar on a little strip of a road looks like it's cut off the side of a cliff in Kentucky uh, with railroad tracks right behind it. And um, it's kind of crazy because from the hill that Bobby Mackey's kind of sits on, um, you could see the, 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 the skyline of Cincinnati, Ohio, right across from, from the, um, the river. And it was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. It was kind of crazy how close we were to Ohio um, being at Bobby Mackey's. I didn't realize, but yeah. So really what I want to talk about in this first episode is a little bit of the history of Bobby Mackey's, um, be it truth or, you know, fact or fiction, you know, or is it just urban legend? I'll let you decide. And then um, maybe in another I'll probably get done Bobby Mackey's, I would say, in three episodes, um, maybe even two. We had a great night. It's just, it, it, it's it's an interesting place. But anywho, let's get into the history of Bobby Mackey's. So in a nutshell, I'm not a history buff, but I do try to, either when I go to these places, I'll do my my investigative work before as far as like digging into the history, or sometimes I will feel drawn to go in blank. And then dig for the history after just all depending upon um, how I'm feeling that I, I need to approach my investigation. Uh, my spirit guides always will direct me as to do I do my homework beforehand or do I let you just roll with it and I'll do my homework after. Um, but either way, I do my homework and I learn about these places and it's really cool. I mean, that's part of being that's the urban explorer, I guess, side of me that I thoroughly enjoy learning about the history of these places. Being a um, intuitive medium, it's kind of hard for me sometimes to connect uh, to certain places because of, I guess, the way 
the spirits are there, that it's better for me to educate myself sometimes. And then sometimes, like I told you with Penhurst, I felt like, mm, no, let's not dig. I mean, we know what Penhurst is, but I'm going to just go in blind and then we'll figure out the history. And usually either way, um, whether I go in blind or not, I'll connect with someone um, and have an experience of some sorts. It's few and far between that I go to a place and I don't have any spirit connection whatsoever. But Bobby Mackey's, I felt like I needed to dig. Um, and to be honest, because this is, whew, when was this? Mm, this was pre-COVID. I think it was 2019 pre-COVID, to be honest. I think that's whenever I went to both places was 2019. Um, so it's been a minute. And I did. And so I really have grown in my spiritual journey prior to Bobby Mackey's. And uh, I had an experience at Bobby Mackey's that actually made me want to take a step back and be like, um, yeah, I need to grow. I need to educate myself. I need to like, I don't know what I'm dealing with sometimes. And, and that's not cool. You know, my faith in God and my relationship with God really wasn't as strong as it is now. You know, I know that I'm guarded and protected. And when I go to these places that sometimes may have unsavory, savory characters in it. Um, so I actually, knowing <laughs> that it was dubbed a portal to hell, it made me a little, little, mm, do I really want to, but it was, Bobby Mackey's is infamous. It is one of those infamous places that if you are a seeker of the paranormal and you want truth, you're going to just ask for protection and you're going to go and you're going to investigate it because that's what true investigators do. And that was a challenge for me. I'm like, I'm going to do this. So um, I was I was a little scared, though. I will admit I was very intimidated by this place. This was probably other than the place that I'm getting ready to go to the end of this month. Bobby Mackey's was probably the most intimidating of all the places I've been to. And I know some, you know, I've already talked on Hillview and Belgrove and Penhurst and um, Stratford Hall. And, you know, all of those, honestly, in my experiences um, were, were very like, yeah, I had experiences nothing was quite like Mackey's and um yeah so history history lesson let's get to it Bobby Mackey's started off as a slaughtering house I don't remember when is old long 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 time ago okay but we're talking in like the wilden days the Kentucky wilden days okay so this is going to be a real talk history lesson via Misty okay so um started as a slaughterhouse back in those days um, there was a well that was used in the slaughterhouse and it was told that there was two gentlemen, um, I forget their names off the top of my head, but they, the one gentleman, I think his name was like Alfonso, um, or Alfred. Yeah, I think it was Alfonso and I don't remember the other gentleman's name, but these two were accused of murdering Pearl Bryan. Pearl Bryan is a woman who was in her early 20s and she was pregnant at the time of her murder. They found her body, her pregnated body, but her head was gone. Um, they were able to identify her. Um, I don't know by ever, however means police identified people back in the wild in Kentucky old time West days. And even though Kentucky's not in the West, but you know what I mean. And um so they did identify her body, but they never found her head. And rumor had it, it was 
tossed down the well that now sits Bobby Mackey sits on top of. Um, never 100% been proof that that's where they disposed of it, but it, this well actually goes out into the Kentucky River. And yeah, we all know about what is up in there and it's just going to float away. You know, it'll get eaten and it's going to float away. So head probably would never be found. I mean, it, it's probably long gone by now and never will be recovered. But anywho, so that is like, okay, strike number one against where Bobby Mackey sits. So then, um, and the two gentlemen were found guilty and executed of her murder. Um, as they should be if they were the ones. And actually, the one gentleman was the one that was supposedly the baby daddy. So that's just wrong in all the ways. But anywho, that Kentucky be wildin. <laughs> so then it was it was like back in those the like the the mobster days. It was a like um, a mobster ram bar for a little bit. So a lot of unsavory characters pass through that. A lot of bootlegging of alcohol happened. Um, they do have proof of this. Um, if you look up Bobby Mackey's history, um, and there is bullet holes actually in some of the doors downstairs in the basement of Bobby Mackey's where the quote unquote portal to hell room is and the, the well room. Um, and the dressing rooms, um, were still down or were down there because after the mobster wilding days, so we had the slaughterhouse, the mobster wilding days where, you know, people was murdered and, you know, they get there's bullet holes in the walls and, you know, all kinds of proof of that. Then it was the Latin Quarter. OK. And the Latin Quarter happened in like, I think the 60s, something like I don't know. It, but it was like a really hot, like um, um, like a Latin style bar club and they had dancers and they there was one of the dancers whose name supposedly and this is another urban legend is it true is it not true we don't know i will tell you the pearl brian story is true we just do not know if her head was tossed in bobby mackey's well but the johanna story that is affiliated with bobby mackey's we're not 100 percent if that is an accurate truth but I'm going to say as ironic as it all is and all of the the things that I'm going to tell you about the history that kind of goes on into the the newer years, I think Johanna was her story was legit. I really do. So apparently she was the daughter of the owner of Bobby Mackey or not Bobby Mackey's. I'm sorry, the Latin Quarter when it was the Latin Quarter. Um and she was a dancer. Apparently she was the most beautiful dancer of them all. And she got frisky with, I think, one of the guys in one of the bands that um, so she was working for dad. And this guy obviously was in the band or, you know, I know he worked at the Latin Quarter, but I'm pretty sure he worked in the band and they got frisky and a baby happened. Another pregnancy happened, which this is also what I think is kind of interesting about this place, how these pregnancies happen. And then all of a sudden somebody dies. And so does the baby. So. She finds out she's pregnant. Johanna loves him. They're in love. Daddy cannot apparently stand him. Um, and somehow, I don't remember 100% how the story goes, because I certainly hope her father wouldn't kill her. But Johanna ends up getting killed. She gets murdered. Um, baby dies. Whole nine yards. So that's a horrible, horrible story. And Bobby Mackey even wrote a song about it because 
well, he claimed he seen her and he's not the only one. And we'll get into that here in a few seconds. So then once the Latin Quarter phased out, that is when Bobby Mackey decides that he's going to buy it. But Bobby Mackey's name isn't Bobby, but that's what everyone knows him as. It's actually Robert Randall Mackey. Okay. Fun fact about Johanna's father. Was it a father? Oh, shit. Hold on, guys. I don't want to give you false information. Is it the father or is it the boyfriend? In the story of Johanna at Bobby Mackey's, what was the father's name and what was the fiance's name? Oh, she committed suicide. That's right. I am so sorry. So Johanna killed herself because her father refused the relationship with, get this, the, the, the guy who was a singer at the club. Okay. So I knew he was in the band. Um, his name was Robert Randall. Okay. No, Robert Randall. Okay. So then here comes Bobby Mackey at right after the Latin quarter, it sat vacant for a few. Okay. And then Bobby Mackey was like, Oh, Hey, I like this little hole in the wall because that's what it is. But it is super cool. Little bar. I highly recommend anyone goes, whether you want to go for the bar experience or whether you want to go for, you know, the ghosties, but anywho, so isn't that freaking crazy? So Robert Randall Mackey. Okay. And his mom actually felt the need to change his name to that. He was, I forget what he was originally supposed to be called, but she felt a need and actually had his name changed on his birth certificate because she really wanted him to be called Robert Randall Mackey. And then Robert Randall was the singer of Johanna's baby, apparently, and Johanna couldn't be together and she killed herself. Yeah, she didn't get murdered. She killed herself. How did I forget about that? So super sorrowful. How could you like, she was so sad and she knew she was pregnant. Just, it was horrible. It was horrible. Anywho. So there's more tragedy. So we got, you know, a head in the well. We got mobsters and bootleggers, gangsters. We got, you know, a suicide that happened on the property. And now we have Robert Randall Mackey who bought Bobby Mackey's who oddly enough has the same name as Johanna's baby daddy lover forbidden lover it's a shame crazy crazy and a shame but i mean that just it when i found out that fact my mind was like whoa like that's just odd so anywho bobby mackey country artist songwriter um if you haven't heard of him he definitely was more in like the grand Ole opry era was whenever he was in his heyday whenever he was actually very popular well-known singer um so later you know 70s early 80s but now he's got a really cool honky tonk on the side of a road in um wilder kentucky that is super haunted i have to say so mr bobby mackey purchased this and right off the bat his wife started having all kinds of experiences and she kept telling him i just i don't know i don't it got to the point where she didn't even want to be in the bar you know they bought this bar they're gonna make it you know this was a dream you know we really want to do this as a business 
And <laughs> here, you know, she's terrified to even go in the thing because she's had so many terrifying experience, terrifying experiences. Well, she wasn't the only one. There was a keeper, uh, so to speak, like a like a barkeeper whose name was Carl. And almost everyone who has heard Bobby Mackey's has heard the name Carl. Carl was the bar caregiver. Uh, he lived there in an apartment um, on the the third floor because Bobby Mackey's is actually it's technically three floors because on the like the attic space, quote unquote, the top of the building is actually Carl's apartment. And then you go down and it's the actual bar area. And then you actually got to go outside to get down to the portal to hell well room and where the dressing room was when it was like the Latin quarter days. So it's three tiers. It sounds big, but it's actually a very, very, very teeny, which is why I say by all means, if you want to investigate there more than one night, but or cool, but. I think one night was sufficient for me and I don't know that I'll ever go back to be honest because what happened to me that night, I really, it really changed my perception on a lot of things and showed me that I needed to protect myself and grow. So, um, but anywho, so the wife, Bobby's wife was a little like unsure of what they just got themselves into. And now Carl all of a sudden is having these visions and these dreams of this woman saying, you need to dig. And he kept, keeps having these same dreams of this woman telling him you need to dig. And he would explain it to where like, he's waking up in the middle of the night and he can like hear these voices and see these people. And everyone's thinking that Carl is losing his mind. Well, eventually he does one night. He just gets up and he starts going down into that well area where they uncovered. And sure enough, where he dug right, there's the well and he uncovered it. Now, there was rumors to be told that when he was digging and uncovered the well, he found Johanna's diary. And that's how he knew Johanna was the one explaining to him, you know, that why he needs to dig. Um, and my opinion is when Carl did what he did. It is said that he got exercise. Well, he got he got possessed and he needed to be exercised. Um, if you go on YouTube, Google, whatever, and search up Bobby Mackey, Carl exorcism, it's legit. And anyone that could tell you that um, that was not who Carl was like, I seen actual videos of him just casually being himself and when this exorcism was performed you could totally tell it was not his character whatsoever and he doesn't seem like the type of person that would just be putting on a front um you know what i mean and for someone to obsessively dig over something and have these dreams to be honest do i think that it was johanna telling him to dig i don't i don't know there has never been proof of him finding this diary because this diary don't exist. It's no, not physically in anyone's possession. Um, even after Carl did pass away, um, his apartment is still pretty much for the most part, somewhat untouched. They say, um, when you go up to investigate it. So, um, unless it's chilling somewhere up there, but I'm sure people have looked for it and it's not found, but, um, so yeah, he, I feel like when Carl 
whatever happened, whatever was there that wanted him to uncover this, when he did, I feel like because it's connected to the river and all of us in the paranormal biz knows that water is a conductor of energy and it it doesn't matter what kind of energy it can be good energy and it can be bad energy but that is a conduit and that well is connected directly to the kentucky river so can you imagine i don't know per se that i think that bobby mackey's is a portal to hell but i do think that bobby mackey's is a portal for sure um uh, there, there are spirits there and are they unsavory characters? I do feel like there are some there. Do I feel like some are good? I don't know. <laughs> uh, you're going to have to wait for part two for me to explain how the investigation went. So, um, that is basically the nutshell and it's still Bobby Mackey still this day. Um, Carl has passed. The wife of Bobby Mackey, I forget her name, but she really doesn't do much with the the property. She really does not enjoy um, kind of being in there because apparently she gets messed with a lot. Um, Bobby himself, Bobby Mackey himself, does not believe in the paranormal. He said he has not had one single experience, but I don't believe that. I believe that maybe Bobby Mackey is just the type of guy who just was like, well, that was a little weird, but it ain't no ghost. You know, he just, he gives me that vibe. Like, he's like, nah, whatever, you know, it's all hocus pocus. Like he gives me that vibe, but, um, yeah, it's still fully functioning bar. I think they're only open Friday, Saturdays and Sundays as a bar, but they do their investigative work, um, throughout the week. They do, uh, I don't know if they do it on the week ends because it is an active bar so you have to look on the website if you're ever interested and in the wilder kentucky area um or even close to louisville you know because it wasn't too too far hey stop it sorry i have my cat in here and he's not being a very nice get the cat right now why are you messing up my things brat anywho Definitely check out Bobby Mackey's. Um, I think that's really all the history that I can give to you that I can remember off the top of my head. But those are like the main focus of what went on there. So, I mean, when you really think about it, you got the well that was open that is connected to the, the Kentucky River, which water is a conductor of energy. And it's all connected in, in a sense by that well. You got the head possibly gone down in the well of a poor pregnant woman back in like wild in Kentucky days. Wild and wilder. <laughs> we got, we, you know, you have the mobster bootleggers. You got Johanna committing suicide. And then you have Carl with the possession. You know, this is just, you think that if there is ever a place that is just flipping cursed and doomed it's bobby mackey's and the one thing that i absolutely love and this is the first place i have ever ever been to that has been notably haunted that has a disclaimer as soon as you walk in the door that is no joke and it's still there to this day i know if you watch ghost hunters um ghost i don't think ghost hunters has been to bobby mackey's ghost adventures um 
they if you watch theirs they as soon as they walk in they're like wow you know just it is it's there and it's crazy to think about that that they have a disclaimer but um i believe paranormal lockdown with nick groff and katrina weedman um has been there they have an episode on it um i'm pretty sure um i know ghost adventures have been there uh the portals to hell show with zach osborne katrina weedman Bobby Mackey was featured on that. Um, I know there's some that I'm forgetting. I'm really, really, really hoping for my Destination Fear guys to go. Um, I don't know if any of you out there watch Destination Fear on um, Discovery Plus, but hands down, love those. They're kids to me. I mean, I'm 42-year-old lady. Shout out to Jenna Marbles there. Like she'll ever listen, but you know, <laughs> I can't say my name anymore without doing the mantra. Actually, am I 42? Am I only 41? Oh my God, I don't know. That's when you know you're getting old. But anywho, I really hope Destination Fear goes there because, um, yeah, I would love to hear Chelsea scream when she gets scratched because it will happen, I believe. So <laughs> not that I want that to happen to you, but it's a pretty crazy place. So stay tuned, you guys, for part two, starting on explaining my paranormal investigation of Bobby Mackey's in Wilder, Kentucky.